Hey, you're listening to Mom, Wife, and Boss Life, where we have unfiltered conversations. I am your host, Yolanda Villa. Hello, today we have Kristen Debaya. She's co-founder of Energetic, which conducts live energy bids for commercial and industrial properties. Thank you for being with us today, Kristen. Thank you for having me, Yolanda. So let's talk a little about, because this is a specific industry that you're in. And yes, yes. I don't know how you got into it. Um, I know you co-founded it with a previous co-worker. So right. you want to give me a little background on that? Yeah, sure. So um, Eva, my business partner, and I, we previously worked together at, um, you know, our old company. Uh, we worked in the same department, which was doing commercial energy very smaller scale than what we're doing right now. Um, it was more local businesses and, and, and things like that. So, you know, we, you know, we, we came across you know, the same problems that a lot of women find in the workplace today. There was just sexism and, you know, dealing with a lot of masculinity. I mean, that, that's our primary business, right? It's men. Um, we basically looked at each other and we knew that we could do it better. So we did, we left the company and uh, we, we formed energetic and it's been a dream ever since. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you guys did that. Um, I think, you know, when we're in a male, you know, oriented industry, it's really hard for us, you know, to stand out or, you know, we see, you know, the differences that, you know, between the men and the women. Right, right. And it's almost hard to even find your voice, mm-hmm. too, um, just because I think women in general kind of take a back seat sometimes right. and just really see how things play out. But I mean, in business, it, you do. I, I always love that, that book called Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. She's the COO mm-hmm. of Facebook. Um, and her book, Lean In, just really describes everything that you know, we, we come across in, in the industry. Definitely, you know, and sometimes, you know, we have to work, you know, twice as hard and then we still have a household and, you know, kids. And so I completely understand. Um, I know you also had a, um, a seven month old while you started your, your business. How was that? (laughs) Yeah. My timing was slightly off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I think that you know the, the way that you know my old company was going, the trajectory that it was going in, Eva and I just really didn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of ethics that were compromised, I would say, over there. So we would we didn't want to be involved in that type of business, and we definitely didn't want our names attached to it either. So yeah. Um, I, I did have a newborn. She was seven months old at the time. She's two now. So things are getting actually a little bit more hectic, but um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say that. I was like, now they're moving yeah. on more. They're you yeah. want more of your Definitely not easier. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I had it hard then, but man, now <laughs> that seemed like a dream. Um, so yeah, we did make the jump. I did have a seven month old. I mean, I think at that point, I just really looked at the entire picture and I said to myself, if not now, then, then when, you know, there, you're never going to have opportune times to 
do something that's really uncomfortable. You're, you can make up a thousand excuses, mm-hmm. but you know, my, my boyfriend is very supportive. Um, he was very supportive of the decision as well. So yeah, I mean, it was really a no brainer as far as, you know, we knew that we could do it and we could do it better. Yeah. So just really having, um, faith, having faith in, in our abilities and having faith in, in what we were doing as a whole. And I love that you say that because I think sometimes we hold, you know, ourselves back thinking mm-hmm. of the perfect time, you know, whether it's kids, family, you know, whatever issues it's like, okay, we have to wait for the perfect time, but I don't everything. There's a perfect time. <laughs> there's never, um, ever a perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we, you know, we try to plan it perfectly, you know, even when starting a business or, you know, and we say, Oh no, you know, in a couple months in a year when everything's perfect, but I don't think um, it ever is. So how were you able to juggle like you know because I know you know starting a business in itself is hard you know putting Mm -hmm. your name out there growing your business you know meeting with clients how did you juggle that and you know still racing you know a toddler yeah so I mean you even just said it it's it's juggling um (laughs) (laughs) I all of it's really timing it's just really long days um you you put in the work and you just hope that what you're doing will, will pay off. Um, and really it's, it is all about scheduling. Um, with babies, it's slightly easier because, you know, they do about three things, you know, so they're sleeping the majority of the time. Um, you know, if they're not, if they're not feeding or, or whatever else, but really my work really revolved around nap times, (laughs) um, at first. And then also, we also decided to have childcare and that was, you know, a whole nother obstacle. What childcare program is, is best? Is it a daycare? Is it, you know, an in-home nanny or, or anything? So I did eventually have to go the, you know, the childcare route at least for a few days just yeah. in order to really focus. And I think that was the hardest part was really focusing mm-hmm. as a mom you're constantly always thinking about your kids so to focus in on a hundred percent on what you're doing as far as like professionally it's hard it, it takes willpower to do that so I think that was my hardest issue <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what I talk about that too um because that was one of my hardest things like I I wanted you know being able to bring, you know, my, my kids, you know, to the office, but you can't really concentrate. And then you feel guilty because even though, you know, you're working on your business, you know, you have to find childcare. Where do you want them? Like you said, in-house, you know, family member, childcare. But I think that is one of the crucial things people need to do when they're starting to, you know, starting their business is, you know, take that time. Yeah. It's, it's will. Um, it it t- definitely takes a lot of will. And like I said, it, it's a conscious decision that you have to make to concentrate. It's nobody ever talks about that either. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? It's a struggle. You know, what do you do? But, you know, I think what helps is also thinking, like you said, long-term thinking about the future and, you know, the hours that we're going to be putting in in the beginning, you know, the benefits later on. Right. Right. You know, you, you put, you get what you put in. And I think just having that in the back of my mind really helped me to just achieve as much as I really wanted. So I have a question for you. Um, meeting mm-hmm. with clients, you know, you know, how, 
I, the way I see it is because with me, it was different when I worked, you know, with the company. And then when I started my, my business, I wanted to not use my kids as an excuse, but also, right. you know, let clients know, you know, I am a mom, you know, <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. how did you deal with that? You know, like for example, you know, after hours or, you know, things like that. Yeah. I mean, I think so for me and for our business, it's lifelong clients. So I build relationships with them. At the end of the day, I look at them as, as, as friends. Um, and so, you know, revealing that part about yourself is slightly uncomfortable. You don't want them to like look at you in, in some different way. But again, this is who you are and this is your life, you know? So really revealing that part about, you know, and it's a big part. Being a mom is a big part of, of who I am. And you know, revealing that, especially with, you know, a lot of my clients are, are men. So they're actually very sympathetic when they think about like, wow, I I can't believe that you're doing this. And, you know, you're a mom right on top of it as well. So I I think it, it just humanizes you. And I think that that is one of the most important parts. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's one of the things that um, I noticed that in the beginning, you know, you first, you know, your male counterparts or whatnot, mm, people don't really question them, you know, if you know they have right. at home, <laughs> but with yeah. us, you know, they do. So I, I love that you said that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's who we are. It's, you know, one of the other things we have to deal with. Um, and I think that also kind of helps us because we know how to, you know, multitask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that like, I mean, Eva and I talk about this a lot, how it's so different between just men and women and having a professional career and then also having a family as well. And as women, I think that we feel like we have to take on the, you know, the the child care and, you know, being a mom and we need to, that needs to become who we are. And it's hard because you do lose yourself a little bit, um, and I don't think people talk about that either, but it's just totally different. The roles that men and women have both in the home and then also professionally, you know, men, you think, okay, you know, they wake up, they, they go to work, they come home, they eat dinner, then they, then they have family time, you know, but with women, it's almost like, okay, so they, you know, juggle everybody, you know, getting out the door and going to school and packing lunches and, then they go to work if, if that's what they do. And then they come home. It, it just never stops. You, know? right. yeah, you never absolutely. clock in and clock out. <laughs> absolutely. And um, how do you deal with now, like I say, um, do you, is, is your, your company like a nine to five or do you have to deal with, you know, being at home after hours and then dealing with clients? How do you um, separate that or do you separate it? <laughs> um, luckily, the bulk of our business is done from nine to five or even earlier than that. Um, we work in the industrial sector. So a lot of industrial companies, they're actually open at seven and eight o'clock. But normally, you know, the bulk of the business is really from nine to five. Um, and being a business owner the fun never stops. So <laughs> you are answering, you find yourself answering emails at you know, five o'clock after, and you, you know, you find yourself doing like data entry and things like that mindlessly at at 10 o'clock at night. 
So you know, it really, it doesn't stop. Um, but you know, I, I really like your question because again, it's a conscious decision to step away from it, at least for a moment and to have you time um, just to make sure that you're not doing yourself a disservice by completely maxing out. Like definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes, you know, we just want to go, go, go. And then, you know, like you say, you know, it's a conscious decision to say, Hey, I, I need to, you know, focus on me or the household for an hour or two. So absolutely. Right. Um, what is one advice you wish someone would have told you while starting your business? <laughs> you know, I have so many. <laughs> yeah. Um, Honestly, I think who to take advice from. So when you start a business, you're, I mean, you're open to all opportunities. You're open to all advice because, hey, you know, it's more advice isn't going to hurt. But really taking a step back and realizing who you're taking advice from and whether their intentions are, are pure honestly. So I think women in, in business, it, like you even said, it, it's, you have to work twice as hard. Um, and you also have to make sure that, you know, people aren't trying to take advantage of you or try to pull one over you, you know? Yeah. And I think that really looking at, okay, is this person just telling me this to, you know, they're somehow benefiting from, you know, the advice that, they're giving me and just looking at you know who really has your back at the end of the day yes Yes. and I and I I I agree with you um because I see that sometimes even you know me with advice that we're giving it wasn't even following that advice it wasn't really you know what I was looking to do with the company Um, right you say when you're in the beginning you're trying to get as much info from everybody and what there they see it or what works in their business is not necessarily you know what I want to do or what I wanted to focus on so absolutely I think it's Correct. making sure who you take advice from mm-hmm. definitely definitely and I mean don't be afraid to make mistakes everybody says that nobody wants to make a mistake but you know you come out stronger afterwards and if you do it right, you won't ever make that mistake again. So. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. I always like, I think about that. And I think um, when you're first starting out a business, you're even a mistake or, you know, something, you know, going wrong, you think, oh my God, it's the end of the world. But it's like, it's some of, some of those things need to be, you know, learned early in the, in the beginning. So, you know, they don't happen later on in life. Right. Know? And, and you company. wouldn't, you wouldn't learn it regardless. If, watching someone else make a mistake isn't the same as you yourself making a mistake. You weren't personally there. You didn't personally, you didn't feel the impact. So I think that is really crucial, especially for just startups in general, just muddle through it if you have to. And you know, you'll, you'll come out the other end. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, um, how do you, um, and Eva, how do you guys, uh, uh, split, I don't know, you know, if she has kids or how do you guys, you know, once you decide, like you said, you know, grow the business, you know, you have a child and mm-hmm. everything. Um, do you guys, how did you guys structure it? 
or was there ever like, okay, I know I have to do with, you know, children, but you know, let me go ahead. How did you guys do that? Yeah. Um, I'm very lucky. Eva is, she, she does not have, have kids. So, um, she just has more time. Um, Mm -hmm. and that she always dedicates that to work. And I, I, I look very highly on her because of that. She is also very understanding. So, you know, she has been with me for however many years. It's like five points. So she knew me before I had a child and then she, she knows me now. And she also knows that my schedule has vastly changed. <laughs> so um, she's very understanding. She always, you know, asks me, okay, you know, what, what time can we do this? What time are you free? You know, or call me when you're free. She knows that, you know, I, I can't answer the phone sometimes just at a drop of a dime, but she's very understanding of that. And basically how we allot tasks is we assign them. Uh, we have a lot of different platforms that we use okay. <laughs> to, to assign tasks just to make sure that everything's done and it can be done on your own time. But at the end of the day, it just needs to be done. Absolutely. So. And um, now that you know you, you say that, how is it, um, how do you structure your day? And is, if when you first started, what is something that you would have done, I said differently, um, that you saw that you, you did and it didn't really work out? Right. So structure is hard because with a kid, it can be disrupted very, very quickly, <laughs> as you know. Um, so I guess in the beginning, I would look at the tasks that I needed to do throughout the day, but you know how work is, you know, throughout the day, you're, you have in. to do 50,000. Yeah, exactly. You have to do 50,000 more things than you thought that you originally had. And, and then the original tasks kind of, they're thrown by the wayside until later in the day. So really it's more prior, like prioritization. I think mm-hmm. uh, making sure that I pick out the big things that day that need absolutely need to be done. They are top priority. And I allot, you know, the first few hours of the day to them. So I make sure that they are done first. So that, that was the hardest. That yeah. was the hardest. Absolutely. Cause I, I, that was one of the things I also struggled with was mm-hmm. going into the office and saying, okay, today I have childcare. So today I yeah. have to get, you know, these things done. Yes. Today. And as soon as, you know, I would get into the office, phones are ringing, emails are coming in. And yep. I started off one thing and then I had to go on another. And then by the end of the day, I didn't even finish what I originally went there yeah. for. But I had another list of things that I had done. So it's, you know, I completely understand you that, you know, that structure and, you know, prioritizing is, you know, one of the main things. Yeah. I mean, at, when that happens, you just, it's five o'clock, you take a look around and you feel like you were just hit by a hurricane. You're like, what just happened? <laughs> so really taking care of, and, and it might even be personal things. You know, it's like, I have to make a doctor's appointment today. I have to schedule one, get it out of the way first because you'll just make an excuse or something else will, will come in and you'll have to attend to that. And yeah. So making sure that the things that you want and need to get done that day are done first. How did you um, find time for yourself? (laughs) Um, Because I know, you know, just, you know, raising, you know, a baby as hard as it is and, you know, growing your business, how, how did you find time for yourself? And if you didn't, what is something that you wish you would have done? 
I didn't at first. And I was running on empty. And it was at a time in my life where I was just, you're just tired. <laughs> you know, you're doing things like 50% because you really can't give your full self because you're just so tired. Um, I actually went and saw a therapist and I love her. She's great. And I still see her today, whether I'm, you know, feel great or if I'm feeling down, you know, it's something that is really important to me. I'm a huge advocate of mental health and that's my time as well. You know, you don't look at it as, you know, personal time going to a therapist. Sometimes I don't even want to go, but I end up it's like word vomit and you just sit there and you're like, I didn't even realize that this was bothering me, but, but yeah. And what I spoke to my therapist about and what she's really helped me with is making conscious decisions to take time for yourself, whether that is, you know, saying to Eva, Hey, I'm going to be unavailable from eight to nine, whether that's because I'm watching a TV show, whether that's, I just want to read a book, whether I want to do yoga, you know, whatever. That time I set aside just for me and I make sure that, you know, I don't have any distractions as far as the kids concerned. It's always after bedtime, of course, (laughs) but it is a conscious decision, but you you need to do it. You need to do it. Yes. And and you know, I'm happy that you admit that because um, now that my kids, you know, my, me personally, my kids are older. Um, I struggled with the guilt because I felt like, okay, you know, I have a 13 year old, an eight year old, and, you know, I'm still, you know, running the business, you know, doing all these things. And I felt Mm -hmm. like even taking half an hour or an hour for myself to watch TV or anything, I wasn't using that time to spend with them. Mm -hmm. And so I would feel horrible. And it's like, you know, but it's needed. It just, it's a refresher for you. And I think that's one of the things that women struggle with. They do, definitely. And you always have to remember that you're a person too, you know, and you're not defined by your role as a mother. You know, you're your own person outside of being a mother as well. That's something that I definitely struggled with, I think, more earlier on when I had a newborn. You really lose your sense of identity just because, A, things are very hectic having a newborn. (laughs) And you you don't even really know which way's up, um, honestly. But it's, it is hard to, to schedule that time. And you do feel guilty. And, and I think women across the board and moms across the board feel guilty because you think, oh, I, I could be taking this time for myself, but actually I could be doing like five loads of laundry. <laughs> I could be doing, you know, I could clean the kitchen. I could do all these things. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if the laundry is not done, but it does matter if you go to bed happy and healthy and you can't fully take care of a child if you're mentally unhealthy yes yes and i think um that's one of the things i say that it's that giving ourselves we're we have expectations and i think those are expectations we put on ourselves right of okay you know having a clean house having a clean dishes you know doing the laundry and then just being tired at the end of the day and then starting all over the next day and sometimes we it's not even our partners or anybody that, you know, expect that from us. It's just us. And it's, 
needing to learn how to let go of some things. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I definitely talk to my therapist about that a lot. It's not, and you're, and you're totally spot on with the, you know, it's not a significant other thing. It's, it's a you thing. It's a me thing. You know, I have those high expectations and I need things to be just so, but you know, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm actively working on making sure that I don't set such high expectations for myself that I fall short and you have to be very forgiving of yourself. The laundry doesn't get done. It doesn't get done. Guess what? It is going to be there tomorrow. I promise. (laughs) So, so just really being forgiving towards yourself and and talking to yourself kindly. Yes. And someone told me that, um, a couple years ago of just even the the quality versus quantity time you spend with Mm -hmm. your kids. Um, and, and that stuck with me because I always felt like, you know, if I'm not giving them attention while I'm at home, you know, because I've right. been all day in the office and doing whatnot, like, you know, I felt horrible. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, if you have quality time and, you know, you have a good conversation with them while taking them to, you know, soccer practice or something, you know, it's, right. it's, it's more valuable than, you know, being three hours and everybody's on their phone or doing something. Totally right. You're, you're very right. And I've never heard of that, but it's, that does resonate with me. Um, it, it's what you're doing in the moment and how you spend them. Yes, absolutely. Um, is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners um, regarding, you know, any, you know, one advice you would give them? My advice? Um, yeah. I mean, I think that no matter how hard it seems, you'll get through it. Um, You know, there have been, there's always going to be long days. Sometimes there might even be longer nights, but you know, you will power through it. And there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. Always talk very kindly to yourself and definitely prioritize mental health because I think there's a stigma there and nobody should be afraid of it. Yes, definitely. I started talking about it last year in my podcast and it was Mm -hmm. something that I didn't really want to speak on it, but it was something that I'm like, well, it's, it's normal. And I think that it's very much needed. Um, Very much so. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, even talking to your partner or to a friend or a family member, it's just different. And, um, it was a huge help Same. for me. It was a huge help <laughs> for me. And like you say, it's not even that you're like, oh, I'm fine. I don't need to go. You know, everything's going great. But once you're there, you're like, wow. <laughs> like it was a great yeah. I really needed it. And I have a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It, it comes out like word vomit. And you're like, well, I didn't even know that this was bothering me. And I guess it's bothering me because I just spent an hour talking about it. Yeah. So you'd be surprised. And, you know, it, it's healthy to talk about things and it's healthy to talk to someone that is a total third party and, and not related to any type of situation. So I think it's important. I think that talking about mental health is very important. Even talking to your kids, like it's okay to not be okay, you know? So always like addressing issues. And and that's where, you know, it's, they learn the same things. Absolutely. So where can they find you or know more about your company on social media? Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at etechenergy. You can also find us on Twitter 
at eTech Energy. <laughs> and then you can also visit our website at www.etechenergy.com. Okay, and then we'll also link that um, once, you know, uh, on the comments and everything below. But it was great speaking with you today, Kristen. Um, I absolutely yeah. love your story. And I think it's, like I said, um, if we talk more about it, our struggles and, you know, how, you know, we do things, I think the, you know, people around us, you know, they feel less alone that they're going through stuff. Right. Totally agreed. Right on. Thanks for having me, Yolanda. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mom, Wife, and Boss Life podcast. You can continue the conversation online by searching Mom, Wife, and Boss Life on social media or visiting our website at momwifeandbosslife.com. Thank you.